Welcome to the Daily Creed, where we help you break your limited beliefs that are holding you back from being a personal and professional success. When you master the five character traits of commitment, resilience, excellence, execution, and discipline, you will have the power to dominate your industry and live the life you desire. And now, helping you to grow in every aspect of your life, your host, J.R. Spear. R. Spear. R. Spear. All right. Today, we do not have a guest. It is just me. And today, I am going to be talking about being prepared for an ambush. Because being prepared for an ambush is crucial in both military operation and business ventures. As entrepreneurs, we must be ready for sudden challenge that could jeopardize your success. Just as ambushes can bring unpredictability to the battlefield, business ambushes can appear at any moment and require quick action and decisions making. Having a contingency plan in place is crucial to stay ahead of the curve. Avoid making rush decisions and maintain operational agility. By conducting regular risk assessments, entrepreneurs can better understand what scenarios they may encounter downline, allowing them to identify possible weaknesses in their company's systems and services to reduce the impact of future surprises. And when it comes down to making sure that you're being prepared for an ambush, I really want you guys to start thinking and and really understand this. If you stay ready, you will never have to get ready. And I'm going to explain this very clearly. But let me say it again. If you stay ready, you'll never have to get ready. So the things that we do every single day, almost like the daily pile, and I'm going to go through that a little bit more here shortly. But if you guys are preparing and doing the steps every single day, then make sure that you guys are prepared for the day you get ambushed. And here's the thing. An ambush doesn't always have to mean bullets being thrown at you, bombs being thrown or coming at you like a surprise or whatever. But an ambush can be anything inside of your business where that throws you off guard that you are not expecting, that you are not prepared for. So this could be an employee quitting. This could be a top client quitting. This could be a family member getting sick. This could be a divorce. This could be whatever it may be, or even something like a global pandemic. Because so many entrepreneurs and businesses struggled during that pandemic. A lot of businesses shut down. A lot of businesses didn't really know how to thrive or how to get get back on their feet. And I know personally someone that had a a really, really successful martial arts business in, uh, in New Jersey. And during the pandemic, I saw that he ended up having to shut it down and he ended up having to go work at Starbucks. Now, granted, he loves his job at Starbucks. He's the, I think, a store manager and now running a couple of different stores and was and found a different calling. But this was something that he has built for a very, very long time. I mean, I would say more than a decade and probably been martial arts majority of his life with his father. And so those that were not prepared to make sure that they would stand and, and for a global pandemic or an ambush, didn't really thrive and was not able to make it in the end. So I want to ask you this, or really get you to understand, if you stay ready, you'll never have to get ready. I'm going to take you through some processes that I do inside of my business and what I teach our clients. And it's something that I call ICE. And I-C-E, it stands for identify your threats, create a plan, and execute the mission. But I'm going to start in the very end when understanding the mission, because this is a big piece when it comes to the foundations of your business. You got to know the end result of where you guys are going in order to create the plan that's going to help you get there. So <laughs> when it comes to executing the mission, you don't know how to execute the mission if you don't even know what the mission is in the first place. And when it comes to your mission, we need to really think about a few different things. 
what is our purpose? Why are we doing what we're doing? What is our purpose? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I doing the business that I'm doing? What is the vision that I have for the business or the vision that I have for whatever I want to accomplish? Maybe a new offer, a new program, a new mastermind, a new whatever that it may be. But you really need to focus on and understand what is that mission that you guys want to get to. Now, when you understand that mission and understand your purpose, your identity, you got to know your destination of where you guys are going. Then you can start creating the plan that goes around it. I'm going to break this down in a lot of key steps. But let me tell you a little bit about my story itself. So if this is your first time tuning in and listening to me, you know, my story goes back even from the day that I first was born because I came out of my mom kicking, literally. You know, my mom grew up in martial arts since she was about 10 years old. And I, me, along with my four sisters, we all kind of grew up in that same space. So from a very young age, you know, when, when I when I was born, my mom always owned a martial arts program or school, teaching martial arts, teaching fitness, traveling different places, doing the, the old school aerobic classes, whatever it may be. But I was exposed to that space and that lifestyle since the day that I was born. So from about three or two to three years old, you know, I was on the mat and I was kicking, doing little dragons type classes and and just kind of participating in whatever my mom had put me in. And the cool thing is I'm doing the same thing for my kids and my kids. I got a six-year-old that'll be seven in April. I have a five-year-old who just turned five in January, and I have a two-year-old and another one on the way. And even from you know my oldest, when he was three, I got him on the mat and I started teaching him. I started you know get grooming him for the martial arts and just learning self-defense and learning discipline, learning respect, learning how to kick and punch and move and all these different stuff. And same thing with my middle son. And so from a very young age, I started doing that, but it was conditioning me, teaching me the discipline, teaching me all the steps and things that I need that groomed me to the person that I am today. And then even from age 10 or 11, you know, I started teaching classes. And I, I, I remember so vividly of why I started teaching classes. One, when you got a family-owned business, everyone kind of steps in and fills the weight where, where it needs to be done. And I remember a time my mom wasn't feeling well. She was sick. And we had a really big martial arts school with the family business at the time. And uh, there was no one there to teach the classes. I mean, I, at this time, I never really taught a full class. I was probably, you know, teaching how to hold targets for, for people, or I was teaching people how to do katas or forms, or maybe doing some basic kicks, but never led multiple classes, much less one class from start to finish. And this is kind of where my journey began. So I remember being at the school and, you know, and my mom being sick and, I'm being dropped off and saying, hey, JR, you got to go teach the classes. Like, oh, shoot, what, what am I going to do? I have no clue. I knew what times the classes all started. I knew kind of basics. Okay, you got warm up, then you have you know, your standing exercise, then you might have group stuff or whatever it may be. But I didn't know what to actually do at the time. But I ended up stepping in there and surprising myself, doing a phenomenal job, teaching a class of adults and people that are probably 10, 15, 20, 30, 40 years older than me as a young kid. And they all respected me. They all listened to me. They all followed my leadership and my guidance. And that was the beginning of my journey. So moving forward, I've been teaching ever since that, that day. And, and eventually when I got to high school, I started teach, going around to different public schools and private schools in the area, teaching about self-defense and awareness and, and a bunch of really cool stuff. But what I'm telling you is it takes repetition. It takes discipline. It takes consistency to be able to do the things that I do. People are always like, man, Jared, how do you get up and teach with so much confidence and with just on the fly? You give them a topic and I get up and I can teach. I do it because I've been consistent. I speak it all the time. I teach it all the time. I implement myself. I never teach anything that I never implemented myself and done for my own business. But it's that repetition over and over and over again. And I, I did a podcast this morning on another person's show. 
and uh, Mark Cox. So if you haven't checked out Mark Cox and Beyond the Mat is the name of his podcast. Phenomenal show, interviews of a lot of amazing people and just uh, very high energy. But on there, we're talking about martial arts and things like that. But a lot, talking about ambushes, what we don't really realize is when you're trained to be a competitive fighter or when you're trained in the martial arts, and let's just say you're tied up on the ground or you're, you guys are close up and, and someone got you an arm lock or a headlock, you got to know how to respond. And a lot of times you don't have less, you have less than a second to be able to respond and be able to, to react without even thinking. And that all boils down to having that muscle memory. You know, someone moves one way, get your armbar, you have to know how to react and get them the other way. And a lot of it has to push through certain pain. Yes, it hurts when I'm in the armbar, but how do I get out of the armbar to be able to do something else so that way I can gain the offense and control of that situation? If someone's throwing a punch at me while we're standing up in the ring, you know, how am I able to respond to it? Am I going to slide to the side and follow through with something else? Am I slide back or am I going to push forward and attack you know, aggressively going into them? But we don't have time to sit there and think about what we're going to be able to do. You have to be able to respond from the second that punch is being thrown at you, from the second that they get you in that armbar, from the second they get you in that chokehold. And if you do so, and you take that time to think, that can not just cost you that fight, but it's going to cost you to be able to tap out. So, and, and that tap out can also mean injury, if not fatality, if you're not able to respond and be able to do it. Most people in business don't think that way. They're not willing, they want that, that immediate, or the immediate gratification or that immediate success to be able to get to where they want to go, but they don't want to do the steps that takes them to get there. So in martial arts, how many times do we need to practice that same punch, the same block, the same kick over and over and over again so that when, when we are in a situation where we have to utilize that kick and punch, that we're able to do so without even any thought at all? I mean, I probably throw them the same front kick, same round kick, same fast, the same jab, same punch, same, same hook, thousands and thousands and thousands of times, probably millions of times in my lifetime to gain that muscle memory, to train my body, condition us, conditioning myself to be able to react without responding. So that way, when I am in a fight where I got to protect myself or in a competition or whatever it may be, I'm able to do so without any thought. Now, we're getting ready to go on in our first break, and I want to come back to, to tell you how that applies to you and your business, but also the same stories, the same methodology of what I did in the martial arts and how that translated to my life in, in the military and my story about getting ambushed. And, from, and uh, so stay tuned because I'm going to break down a little bit about those steps, but also how I survived a suicide bombing at a walking checkpoint on February 7, 2007 in Barwana, Iraq. So come back here shortly. Stay tuned. I talked to you a little bit about my martial arts and how that applied to me to build that repetition. I want to show you how that applied to my military, and then I'm going to take you from my military and how that applies to your business so that way you guys can go out there and make sure that you are ready for that fight and being prepared for the day that you guys get ambushed and we're going to hit on ice again. Here comes shortly. Stay tuned, and I'll, you, you guys, I'll be talking to you guys soon. And now, a word from our sponsors. Navigating the business world can be daunting. Welcome to the Business Leaders Network, a community of like-minded entrepreneurs ready to share invaluable experience. As a BLN member, enjoy dynamic networking opportunities with high-level entrepreneurs, learn cutting-edge strategies from industry experts, and gain a platform to showcase your business. Get started today for only $37, which is less than your daily cup of coffee. Join a community that can transform your business. Visit www.blncommunity.com to get started. Your success 
success is our mission at BLN. Let's navigate the business world together. And now back to the show. All right. First half of our show, I was talking to you about my martial arts background and learning to have that consistency, the discipline, and doing the things that it takes to help you guys respond without thinking when you are tied up in a situation where you don't have a chance to think. You don't have a chance to respond when it comes to a punch being thrown at you, when it comes to a kick being thrown at you, when you're being, you know, have, being locked up in arms of a chokehold or an armbar, whatever it may be. But if you guys are not thinking, if you're not doing the things today to be consistent to help prepare you for that time to react when something actually takes place, you're going to find yourself screwed and in a difficult situation. So I want to challenge you guys. Make sure you guys are being prepared. And if you stay ready, you'll never have to get ready. And the only way you can stay ready is by that consistency, is that discipline to do the things over and over and over again to making sure that you guys are ready. So that was my martial arts. What about my military? So talking about the military background, from the day that I got off that bus, put my feet on those yellow footprints, we are conditioning our mind the way that we think. We're conditioning our body the way that we act, the way that we look, the way that we feel, the way that we respond to different things. Because it's not just about one thing about training you to be a war fighting machine, but they actually have to condition everything about you from the day that you go to boot camp. All the training that you do is to lead you to that next point of being ready, of being prepared. So how does this apply to you? Well, it goes back to the methodology of ICE, the acronym that I created for you. It's called you know, ICE, identify your threats, create that, create that plan, execute the mission. Before you do anything inside of your business, inside of life, family, personal, I don't really care. You got to know what that mission is. You got to start with the end result. In the military, let's just say for the war of Iraq and Afghanistan, because since I spent time in Iraq in 2006 and 2007, we had to first identify what are those threats that we're going to come up against while we're over there in Iraq. We had to know that mission. We had to know what the end result was that we need to make sure that we were prepared for. So what is the climate like? What is the environment like? What type of people are we going to be coming against? What are the problems that we need to solve while we're over there? What type of you know, the, you know, gunfight is it going to be in? Are we going to be fighting people that are going to be you know, having different gunfights face-to-face? Are we going to be fighting more IEDs? What, is the, what type of equipment are we going to be able to have? What type of equipment are we going to need while we're there to combat this mission? You cannot identify any of those things if you don't understand what the mission is first. So before you guys do anything, you have to think about what is that mission that I want to accomplish? What is that mission that I want to accomplish? What is that end result that I want to achieve? If you're on a weight loss journey, you really need to think about it's like, okay, you know, I'm uh, 200 pounds, but I really want to get down to 180 or two, I'm 300 pounds and need to get down to 200 pounds. You, know, you got to figure out what is that goal that you want to achieve? What is that mission that you want to achieve first? Inside of your business, you may have a, you know, a mission of wanting to help so many different people with, with whatever it may be, to get more money, to you know, increase their visibility. You know, what is that? If you guys have a certain product and you want to be able to get it in the hands of so many different people to do whatever it may be, the impact that you want to make, you need to identify what is the mission that you want to accomplish. Once you identify the mission, now we got to go back to the first part of ICE, which is identify those threats. So the threats, what are the things, we can look at a couple different ways. What are the threats? What are the different things, the problems that you guys solve with the mission that you got? So I'm not going to necessarily talk about the problems that, uh, um, I'm sorry, let's let's take a step back. The problems that you guys saw that's going to help them lead them to the mission that we want to achieve. So inside of your guys' business, when we're thinking about all the different threats that we might come against, what I want you to really think about is more of what are the big questions that people come to you and ask for help with the most? 
what are the big questions that people come to you and ask help with the most? So these are going to be the different threats that you need to learn to overcome or the different threats that you need to help your clients and your prospects or your audience overcome. And you need to shift your mindset from, uh, from being a problem solver to being a solutionist. And here, here, I was at a mastermind event in Florida with uh, you know, Dr. Obam Bowen last week with uh, the Millionaire Club. And he, he really shifted my mindset a little bit because we, as entrepreneurs, we always talked about you know, being problem solvers. And yes, we are finding solutions to different problems that we want to solve. But if you look at your RES, and what I mean by RES is like, imagine that you guys never had a, a, a truck. Let's just say an F-150 truck. So you never had a, a gray F-150 truck before, and you never really paid attention or saw anything on the road. Well, you end up going to buy a gray F-150 truck, and then after you buy it and you, t- you get off that car dealership lot and you start driving down the road, well, what, what's happening? You start to see and attract a lot more gray F-150 trucks or blue or whatever, but you're attracting that same vehicle, that same type of truck that you never did before. Same thing. If you start fixating on different types of problems, you're going to start attracting. <coughs> you're going to start attracting and looking for more problems. I'll say that again. So if you start fixating and focusing on different types of problems, you're going to start attracting different types of problems as well. So we want to we we don't want to be attracting and looking for more problems, but we want to be looking for more solutions to the different problems. So shift your mindset and start stop thinking about like, okay, what are problems that I necessarily want to attract, but what are the solutions that I can provide? <coughs> Apologize. Give me a sec. All right. So when it comes to identifying the key threats, I want you guys to really ask yourself, what is my big seven? The big seven are the seven biggest problems that your perfect clients have. And if you guys have been listening to my show for any, any period of time, you hear me talk about your big seven on a regular basis. But what are the seven biggest problems that your perfect clients have? And what are the solutions that you provide to those different problems? So yes, we identified that I have certain problems. So if you're a weight loss coach, you might say, you know, people come to me and ask for help with weight loss exercise, nutrition, sleep, hormones, um, whatever it may be, uh, hydration, supplementation. Those are different things that people might come to you and ask you for help with the most. If you guys are a business coach, they might come to you and ask you for help on really clarifying, getting more uh, focus on their programs, their offers, their deliverables, how to generate more traffic, how to close more sales, time management, all these different things. So really ask yourself, what are the seven biggest problems that your perfect clients have? And what are the solutions that you provide for each one of those things? So I want to challenge you guys. After you guys figure out identifying the key threats. So remember, when I say, when, before, when we, before we went over to Iraq and to be able to fight that war, we had to really think about what is the problems that we're solving? What are the different threats that we're going to be coming against? What do we need to make sure that we are prepared for when we go there? For you, what do you need to prepare for to help your clients to be able to serve them? You got to identify your problems that are the, I'm sorry, the people that you want to attract. Who's your target audience? You got to know your competitive advantage. You got to know the solutions to the problems that you're even solving, but what is the need on the market? So identify those key threats that you can really help and hone in on that. So that way you guys are really clear on the messaging that you're providing because confidence comes with clarity. So the more clear you are on the programs, the offers, the deliverables, the more confident you're going to be able to be. So if you're not clear on your messaging, if you're not clear on the programs, the the products, or you're not clear on the steps that's going to help lead people to the big promise that you give, 
And if you don't know what your big promise is, ask yourself this framework. I help who get desire. So who is it that you really want to help? And what is the desired outcome that you want them to gain? And if you guys want to take it another step further, imagine yourself being a college professor and you're going to school and uh, for one semester and you as the college professor need to create this lesson plan for your students. And you're going to start at the end. At the end of the semester, I want every single student in my classroom to know this. I want every single student in my classroom to be able to walk away knowing how to do this. When they can do that, now they're going to create the steps and the training and the learning and the, that it's going to take to help them get there to that big promise, to the end result, to the mission that that professor has by the end of that semester. Same thing for you. When you are working with clients and you identify this is the mission, here's the problems that and all the threats that my students, that my clients, that the people that I want to serve and help, here are all those different things that they need to overcome to help them get to this result, which is the mission that you want to overcome. What is that for you? So when you're thinking about here's the mission and here's all the problems that we need to overcome, all the threats that we need to overcome, the solutions that we need to overcome to help them get to that mission, now you're going to create that plan. So the first part of ICE is identifying those threats, identifying the big seven, identifying the problems you solve, really focusing on the solutions to those problems that you guys solve. The next piece to ICE is creating that plan. And I'm not going to go through it right now. We're going to go a break here in about another minute or so. But when we come back, I'm going to start focusing in on what does that plan look like? And then lastly, with ICE is executing that mission. You cannot start anything without understanding where you are going. This goes back to the foundational pieces of, the, of your business. You got to know your destination. Destination. Without a plan, you're going to fail. If you don't know where you're going to be going, you're never going to know how to get there. I'm sure some of you guys, maybe you heard this, maybe you haven't heard this, but if a plane was flying in the air, let's just say they're going from California to D.C., and they were just a little bit off on the direction that they were going. Well, over hundreds of thousands of miles before they even get there, they're going to be in a completely different state, completely different direction. And it just took a little bit, a little bit, a little bit to be able to get there. But if they honed in exactly on that straight and narrow path, straight and narrow path of where they need to go, and they stay on that path because they have the plan, they were really clear on the destination and the path of where they're going to go. They understand the weather. They understood all the different things that they're going to come up against when it goes from going from California to D.C., now they're able to execute that mission even further. So for all of you guys out there, you need to start with your mission. You need to start with your destination. Without a plan, you're going to fail. And you need to make sure that you are really clear on your messaging, on your offers, on your deliverables. Because if you're not, it's going to have a really hard time to be able to get there. You need to identify your big seven, which is the seven biggest problems that your perfect clients have. And really dial in and be fixated and intentional about the solutions that you provide for that. That's going to lead them to the big promise that you give, which is going to lead them to the destination, to the mission that you want to overcome. All right, we're going to come back here, go on break here in a second. When we come back, we're going to focus on creating that plan and the steps that you guys need to do every single day is going to lead you guys to that big plan that you guys want to do, which is going to help you complete ICE. So stay tuned and we'll come back here shortly. And now a word from our sponsors. Stuck in growth and need more time to serve your clients? 
Let JR Spear and his Creed Consulting team help. We offer a full done-for-you service, strategizing and building your program to scale fast. From video shoots to web design and automation, we've got you covered. Our expertise gives you more time to deliver the quality your clients deserve. Ready to build faster and serve better? Call us today at 314-221-9216 and let's kickstart your coaching program and build the quality of product your clients deserve. And now back to the show. All right. Today, we have been talking about learning to be prepared for the ambush. And what I want to remind you guys that is we are all going to be ambushed sometime in our life, sometime inside of our business. But are you going to be prepared for that day when it does come? And what I consider an ambush, it's anything that's going to throw you off track, take you by surprise that you were not expecting. So this doesn't always have to mean a mortar coming thrown, you know, coming at you and landing feet away from you. This doesn't always have to mean you know bullets being thrown down range right towards you. This doesn't always have to mean a bomb being thrown, you know, going off right next to you or anything like that. But it could mean anything from an employee quitting. It could be anything from a client quitting. It could be anything from a family member getting sick, from a, a divorce, from uh, you know anything that like a, a global pandemic like COVID. Just really think about that. Because there is going to be times in our life where we are going to be affected by something going on. But the question is, are you going to be prepared? So because if you stay ready, you'll never have to get ready. And the only way to make sure that you are prepared for that ambush is making sure that you are doing, having the discipline and doing the daily tasks and the daily things that you need to do to make it sure that you are ready to respond without thinking. The first part of our show, I talked about my martial arts background and about being in a fight. Well, when you're in a fight, you only have seconds to make sure that you are ready to respond when a punch is being thrown at you, when a kick is being thrown at you, when you're being wrapped in a chokehold or an arm bar, whatever it may be, you have to push through that pain. You have to be able to move and be able to respond and to be able to react. And a lot of times you don't have less than a second, much less less than a second to be able to react during that moment. Truth is, in reality, is most of us are not ready for that. Most of us are not ready to extend that punch right back to that opponent that's coming at you. Most of us aren't ready to be throwing that kick or be able to attack that person that's attacking us. Most of us are not going to be ready when a global pandemic like COVID actually happens. And this is why so many businesses failed. They weren't ready for the digital space. They weren't ready for everything that came along with those boundaries of COVID. But those that did thrive, those that were ready, they pushed through. We made it. And we're able to still carry on with the mission that we had in place. We're continued on doing the daily steps. We continued on everything that we were able to do to be able to serve our audience, to be able to serve our clients, to be able to shift in different ways that was probably unconventional that we never really thought before. You know, I was, uh, and, you know, going back to that fight scene of, 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 the, of the martial arts, like when you're standing in the middle of a ring and you're tired, you're exhausted. And you just have punches, and you're taking a beating left and right. Gosh, when I went for my first black belt test, I'll never forget. My uh, my main instructor, Jim Hampton, you know, he was my first instructor since I was a little kid and and uh, just really important person in my life. And he was there at my black belt test. And I remember I was so exhausted. We are going on for hours on the entire test. And the last thing we always do is some sort of self-defense or, or even a sparring match. And I was just my whole body mentally, physically was just so exhausted that I couldn't even lift up my arm, much less my leg or even stand up. 
And I'm just taking a beating left and right. Like he has these gloves on. And every time I look at him and I stand up, he's just nailing me in the head, throwing me to the ground. And I'm getting back up and I'm just going. And he hits me right back to the ground and I'm getting up and he hits me back down the ground again. And this is going on for what seemed like eternity. I was like, when is this going to end? But one thing that I learned during that moment is one, resilience. You don't give up. In martial arts, that's something that we've always been taught is like never give up. Always exceed with excellence. You just don't give up. Even in the middle of the fight, even when you're tired, even when you feel like you're at your ends meet, you just don't give up. Because the second you give up is the second you fail. The second you give up is the second you fail. And when you're in the middle of that fight, you can't give up. Because it could mean life or death. If you're the provider for your family, or you're the provider for a bunch of employees in your business or whatever it may be, they're counting on you to find ways to push through. So you can't give up. You got to be resilient. You got to be committed to it. The next thing you got to really think about is like, how can you be resourceful to overcome that situation? Sometimes it's thinking differently than what you've been able to think before. But we got to be resourceful even during that moment saying, hey, you know what? I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm going to utilize everything that I can to make sure that I get up and I keep fighting and I'm not going to get, I'm not going to stop doing what I got to do. So you grow in your business, you have to make that conscious choice saying, hey, I'm committed to this. I'm going to be resilient even when things get tough. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep pushing through, but then I'm going to figure out what it's going to take to actually overcome it. This is where a lot of people fail. You know, some of the best entrepreneurs I know don't have the answers to everything, all the questions that come their way. They don't have the answers to be able to help their clients with everything that they need to do to help them overcome the problems or solutions that they need to give. So the best entrepreneurs I know, you know, they, they go through the biggest struggles. They're not sure what's going to happen. They don't know, like, it, you know, if the car is going to break down or if there's going to be a global pandemic or if there's going to be, you know, whatever that happens at their job or, you know, there's like a bank strike, uh, you know, a you know, airline strike, whatever it may be that's going to prevent them from getting to their next meeting. But the best entrepreneurs know how to be resourceful and how to keep punching through even through some of those painful moments. And I'm speaking directly for myself. You know, I got a lot of things that I'm going through right now, personally. You know, both family and, and with friends and, and even in business, but I can't just give up. I can't just say, hey, you know what? I'm tired, this is hard, so I quit. No, we are designed to keep fighting. Here, here's, here's a really good example. Let's just say a mother never knew how to swim before scared and terrified of water and you know her, her entire life she goes to a pool and she would never dip her feet she'll just dip her feet in the water that's as far as she gets but she's terrified to get up to the water and be able to dip in and be able to go for a swim every time they go to the lake or a river on a boat she's where she's that person that's wearing a life jacket because she just doesn't know how to swim never was taught that no one would no one really showed her how to get in the water and how to swim but take her baby throw their baby in the water and see if that mom knows how to swim then. A mother will fight to save their pride, to save their kids at all cost. Even though that mother didn't know how to swim and was terrified of water, she knew she had to do everything that it took to making sure that she was going to protect her child, to making sure that she was resourceful to be able to do everything it took to making sure that her baby survived. She didn't know how to swim, though. But at that moment... She was in fighter mode, and she was prepared to do everything that it took to make it sure that her baby was okay. You think she had to learn how to swim at that moment? Absolutely. 
It's the same thing for all of us here. We're all going to go through those different fights. We're all going to go through those different struggles. We're all going to go through those different things. They're going to be really uncomfortable where we got to really think about what to do during milliseconds of a moment to help us overcome whatever problems that we got. But are you willing to do the things that it takes to be able to survive with it? Are you going to be resourceful and resilient and committed to making sure you overcome that? Most of us are. But those that do will thrive. So when it comes to ice, the first piece of it is learning to identify your threats. This is how you overcome an ambush. You need to first identify those threats, the problems that you're solving, the solutions to the problems that you guys solve. You need to know what that is for your target audience. Know the competitive advantage that separates you from everyone else out there on the market. Once you do that, you got to create your plan. And that plan is what I explained earlier on in the show called your daily pile. So these are the daily consistency things that's going to help lead you to completing your mission, which is the third piece of executing your mission. So when you really think of what your daily pile is, that's, that's, that's doing every single, all these four tasks of your daily pile every single day, being consistent, being, being committed to it, to making sure that you are staying brand awareness, making sure that you're staying sharp up here in your head. So that may making sure that you are ready to go when the shit hits the fan. And that's producing daily content. Make sure you're staying in front of your audience. They make sure you're building your network. You're staying in front of your audience so that way you got people that trust you. You got people that really believe in what you have to offer. You have to do this every single day because even at your most busiest times is not when you take your foot off the gas pedal to serve your audience. You got to serve your audience on a daily basis, just like what I'm doing now, producing content to be able to serve you guys. So that way, when the shit hits the fan, when I am faced with an ambush, I have an audience that believes in the messaging that I have to provide. And I'm, I'm ready to go. There was a few years, was it like a year or two ago when uh, Facebook and Instagram shut down? We didn't know what happened. All across the board, worldwide, Facebook and Instagram shut down. People are freaking out. They're like, how am I going to get in front of my community? How am I going to get in front of my audience? What am I going to do? How am I going to do some ads and sales or whatever it may be? But guess what? Those that were prepared for that moment didn't, and didn't need to rely on social media to build a presence, to get in front of their audience, built a community outside of social media, through their email list, through other sources, to be able to stay in front of them. And when that happened, I was like, okay, whatever. You know, I just shifted. I got resourceful and went to my other media and be able to serve, serve my audience to teach them of what they can do to really survive that pandemic or survive that moment. And luckily, they only lasted for about a day. And I went back up. But those that were ready, were ready. So you got to produce daily content. You need to improve your products and services and your customer experience. And this needs to be done daily. Every single day, we need to perfect our services, our products, our messaging. What are we doing every single day to make sure that we're constantly improving what we have to offer? Then we got to focus on our leadership. And when it comes to leadership, there's three different things that we need to be drilling in every single day, which is learning how to lead yourself. You got to perfect yourself. You got to develop yourself personally. Lead yourself through self-development, through reading, through podcasting, through books, through watching self-development videos, to perfecting your craft or whatever it is that you guys are doing. You have to learn how to lead yourself. And the second thing, you got to learn how to lead your team. Most businesses fail due to lack of vision, but also lack of leadership. They don't know how to lead themselves because they don't keep, they stop perfecting their craft, but they don't know how to lead the people that are actually on their team, making their mission happen, making their dream happen. So you got to learn how to lead your team. And once you learn how to lead your team, then you go out there and lead your clients. 
because you have a moral obligation to making sure that you are leading your clients to the big promise that you gave. Now, you don't have control on your clients getting up and doing the things that you tell them to do, but you do have control for the things that you are able to deliver to help them. It's their choice to decide whether they want to do it or not. It's your job to make sure every single day that you're leading yourself, your team, and your clients. And the last period of your daily pile is expanding your network. Every single day, you need to make sure you're growing your network and meeting at least one new person to grow your network. And this is your plan of ice. This is creating your plan. This is making sure that you have the things in place that are ready to go that's going to help lead to overcome that mission. You identify the problems that you have. Now you got to figure out the steps that's going to take to help you guys get there to overcome and complete that mission. And the last bit of your eyes is executing your mission, is taking that daily action, is being committed, even through the most difficult times, showing up every day, giving your best, and having that mental and physical discipline to complete your mission. So what is your creed? What are you committed to? What are the, thing, what are the steps and things that you're going to do to make sure that you complete that mission? Guys, we're going on our last break. When we come back, we're going to break this all down, talk to you a little bit about more of our summit, and then we'll we'll uh, give you know, we'll break down the ice and learning how to prepare for that ambush. And if you and uh, so just stay tuned, we'll do a recap and uh, kind of go from there. All right, stay tuned. I'll talk to you soon. And now a word from our sponsors. Ready to elevate your coaching business and make a profound impact? Discover your roadmap in J.R. Spears' book. The Success Guide to Building Your Coaching Empire. Immerse in wisdom earned through years of successful coaching, presenting a strategic battle plan to navigate challenges and seize opportunities. Don't just survive, but thrive in your industry. Get your copy at www.jrspear.com today. Let this guide be your companion in your journey to a powerful coaching empire. Transform your business and make a bigger impact now. And now back to the show. All right. So today we are talking about learning to be prepared for the ambush. And what I'm talking about being prepared for your ambush is making sure that you guys are ready to go even during a time of chaos. So what is an ambush? It's anything that you weren't expecting. It's something that was throwing you off. It doesn't always have to be a bomb. It doesn't have to be bullets thrown at you. But it's anything that's going to take you by surprise. And the question I have for you, are you ready? Because if you stay ready, you'll never have to get ready. So are you doing the daily things every single day? to make it sure that you guys are ready to go and prepared for when the day hits the fan and you are ambushed. Cause not a matter of when it's a matter of if, or I'm sorry, uh, if you're going to be ambushed, it's a matter of when you're going to get ambushed. Cause we're all going to run into something that we are not surprised or that we're going to be surprised by. And you got to make sure that you're prepared. And today we talked a lot about our, my ice method, which stands for identifying your threats, creating your plan and executing the mission. You got to start with your mission first. What is the end result? Just like in the martial arts, we're saying, hey, I'm getting ready for this fight. Or in the military, before we go to war, we got to know what is the mission? What's the environment? What are the people, type of people we're going to come against? What is the type of weapons we're going to come against? What is the overall goal that we want to accomplish from this war that we want to do? Once we know that, then we start thinking about the, the threats that we're going to come against and the training that we need to do that's going to prepare us for success when we head over into the sandbox of Iraq. And then we create that plan. You identify the stress. Then we create that plan and the training and the workups and everything that goes in place. Do we have the right equipment? Are we do, do we do we have the right training? Are we prepared mentally and physically for this war? In your business, do you know your mission? Do you know the threats that you are trying to overcome and help your clients with? Do you have a plan of action that's going to help you prepare your clients to overcome that mission? And if you don't, I want you. I want to ask and challenge you guys to start there. Identify your threats, create your plan, and execute that mission. 
really understand what is your daily pile? What's your big seven? The seven biggest problems your primary clients have. What's your daily pile? Producing daily content, improving your products and services, customer experience. Are you practicing leadership every single day? And are you expanding your network every single day? We need to make sure we're intentional about the things that we do every day to make sure we're moving the needle forward in our business. So that's your challenge for this week. Are you prepared for the ambush? And this should be a daily thing that goes through your head because for me, I still fight the demons that I had to go through and overcome the things that I saw, the things that I did when I was in combat. And I'm constantly every single day having to think about what are the different threats and what are the different things that I have to overcome tomorrow to make sure that I'm ready. That I show up every single day to do the things that I, that I have to do to make sure that I'm prepared, that I'm ready to go. And if I'm not, it could be paying the ultimate sacrifice. And that's what I want to challenge you guys today.